0: Had you actually read the email, you would know that the podcast you are about to listen to could contain explicit language and offensive content. These HR experts' views are not representative of their past, present, or future employers. If you've ever heard, my manager is unfair to me, I need you to reset my
1: HR portal password, or
0: can I write up my employee for crying too much? Welcome to our little safe zone. Welcome. Welcome. And jaded HR
1: welcome to yet another episode of jaded HR your podcast with HR pros who want to just make it through their workday but make it with a smile. Uh, I'm Warren Workman and this is Chris Feathers and welcome back. This is this is our Valentine's Day special. <laughs> feeling love the you, love, Chris.
0: feeling the love. Yeah
1: so no but I don't want to get too lovey-dovey right now because I am going to go on one of my notorious solicitor rants. Right away sir, and right away. I, I I will say one of the best things about the pandemic is for the past, what, 11 months, I have not had any door-to-door solicitations, you know, uh, coming to me. And pre-COVID world, I would get three-ish uh, a week, you know, walk-in solicitors. And I, I could tell you right now, if it was a walk-in unannounced solicitor, it was going to be AFLAC. And by far and away, they are my least favorite. They They have the greenest salespeople who don't really know how to sell. Hopefully, they're getting some good experience to take with them elsewhere. But and they never have the same salesperson twice who comes knocking on your door. Uh, but I, I hate Affleck for other reasons. If you if you want that type of product, there's a million different options which are far better. Affleck basically uses their the employers as a bill collection agency for them, so they're getting guaranteed payment. They're not getting that much better for rates if you call after the 900 number, and that goes for anything like. Gyms and clubs and things like that. If, if unless the employer is picking up a big chunk of it, then it's not really that much of a benefit. But uh, the other type of things you get walk door door-to-doors are other insurance project uh, products. Excuse me, like legal products and you know insurance brokers or agents wanting to sell you their stuff, and then of course staffing agencies. And that's where this dude came in. So last week unannounced call receptionist lets me know i have a visitor i'm like i don't i'm not expecting anyone, and uh it was a a solicitor from a a staffing agency and i'm just like oh my god how fucking stupid can you be i'm gonna be your your fifth tenth twentieth who knows how many (laughs) places you've been today so you're now a super spreader coming to my office and to, to bother me when I'm working, I'm like, hey, I, 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 I hate hope I'm sure they had with. a mask on.
0: I'm sure they were in a mask. I'm sure they were using some hand sanitizer between touching everything, everything being a
1: hundred different places, <laughs> touching everything. I'm like, yeah. no, I, I just said, I just told the front desk person, I said, I'm not accepting any, any, uh, any visitors right now, but I, the nerve, I that takes some balls to go out there and door to door solicit in, in this type of environment. I mean, ugh, you, you know, even if I was only the fifth or sixth place you've gone today, it's still <laughs> that wouldn't I'm matter. Way too much contact. To, hey, no, they got to earn no, a living though. Got they got to attention. earn a living. They no, they do, they do. But get my voicemail, my my lifetime subscription to my voicemail that virtually every solicitor gets, free of charge. Call today. Uh, but uh, no, I. I just was absolutely astounded that someone would try door-to-door sales uh, during this time of year. So uh, that's my that's my little solicitor rant for today, and uh, I hope nobody else is having to to go through that. But wow, it's, it was a nice uh, 11 months without, <laughs> without a door-to-door salesperson. I'm
0: going to start handing out your name to all the
1: solicitations that I get. And just say, "Hey, go see he uh, No, that was my best practice a long time ago. He really oh, likes me to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go in person. Employee you hate. Yeah. Please go in person. Put them all the spam email list. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you
1: know who'd really like your service?
0: <laughs> I got yeah. like
1: four names for you. <laughs> <laughs> they will eat it up.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's my. That they, really they have good. budget. They have like I open do, budgets too. Yeah. Like. They just need to spend some money.
1: Don't let them tell you no. <laughs> <laughs> Sick <of> them on <laughs> them. You know that bad impl- boss you had ten years ago. Where is he at now? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So, anyways, but now, now to get to our main theme of the day, Valentine's Day. We're this is launching us like uh, a week or so before Valentine's Day. So, well, we're coming uh, to the end to of cuffing season. Into cuffing, yeah, into cuffing Wait, season. Cuffing season, I'm, I'm lost. Uh, cuffing, it's, it's typically
0: like, um, what's how to explain it, where you start like uh, pairing up prior to the holidays and see if you can make it through. Um, ah, yeah,
1: it seems gotcha. to be something of. So a, if you make it through Valentine's Day, then the theory then it's is like, like, a, like a, oh, we're actually real relationships now. More real. We might either end this. It. <laughs> <laughs> it begins or ends relationships <laughs> right? Oh, that's I haven't heard that. Um I guess I'm a little out of the out of touch here. But I did want to find out. I got the idea in my head, some workplace romance has gone wrong stories. And I I only have one pretty lame experience with workplace uh, romance and it didn't really go wrong. It was just more gossip fodder than anything else. But so I put out there to the Reddit world, hey, let me know what your your workplace romance has gone wrong. Stories are, and we got some great responses. I, I do want to say I, I'm not able. I'm not going to read all of the responses to that thread. Is it was, it was actually quite a busy thread, but I, I picked and chose a few. Chose a few that I thought were going to be really good. So, yeah. So, if you'd humor me, and I know you've got some workplace romance stuff as well. So, jump on with your stuff. Uh, Reddit user Destination Cabbage told us. Two young people from different departments and different buildings started dating, both entry-level in their areas. The young man broke up with a woman, so she started to stalk him, which ultimately led to restraining orders and her resignation. (laughs) Restraining orders are always... That's that's something, you know, going away, you know, my ADD self going off topic here, kind of. What happens if you have two employees and they work in one all of a sudden shows up with a restraining order that person B isn't supposed to be within 300 yards. Well, what is it? You can't work, can't come to work? I've I've always been curious how... Not that I want to find out firsthand, but... <laughs> that's why we have I've legal counsel curious. on retainer. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> uh, Call the employment a, lawyer. Call the lawyer. Figure it out.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's the truth. Call a lawyer. Don't try and do some of this stuff yourself, no matter how many years of experience you have. I've just been always curious, you know, can person B come to work? What do we? How do we accommodate that if they have a restraining order saying, you know, I don't know what the distances are you know, that they have to be and reasonable
0: accommodations? I guess send their reasonable. Home. Accommodation.
1: Is that a, That's not a disability though. No, that's yeah. true. Well, it could be <laughs> if you had somebody psycho. <laughs> yeah, I'm psycho. I need to claim a claim a disability. But it's my accommodation?
0: I need permanent work from home.
1: Yeah. Oh, that, a lot of people are unfortunately getting that. Uh, here's another one. A Reddit user, the Neb, replied, Years ago, a union steward and one of the employees they represented began a workplace romance. So naturally, the stewardess spouse stabbed the employee at a bar. <laughs> <laughs> All of these people were in their 50s. So we're not talking young kids, apparently, here. But yeah, <laughs> That is definitely a workplace romance. Romance gone wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I
0: did some research in BuzzFeed, and I, I found a couple of good ones in there. This, this, uh, a female employee said she started dating her boss. I'm, I'm sorry. Always a good move. She started sleeping with her boss for a few months. This is the kicker. She went out with some other ladies that worked in the office for a few drinks, and after a couple more drinks, um, another girl admitted that she was also sleeping with the boss. So now there's two confirmed uh, ladies that were sleeping with the boss, and of course his instructions were, "Let's keep this quiet. We don't we don't want anybody yeah. else to know. We wouldn't we wouldn't want you to, wouldn't want you to lose your job." <laughs> of course, they both approached him, and uh, you know very quickly he was no longer employed there.
1: Hey, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's keep this between just, just you and I. Let's keep it. Just, it, and just keep it quiet. Just keep it quiet. Yeah. Nobody else needs to know. Nobody else needs to know. <laughs> yeah. Not, not all the other women I'm banging in the office. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another, uh, another good one that came out of
0: BuzzFeed was, of course, you know, this is bound to happen. Two coworkers start dating each other. It got serious enough to actually have a baby. Well, of course, uh, you know, as soon as the baby happened, the relationship ended. <laughs> the commentator put on here, the worst part was, I still have to work with them, and they only sit a few desks apart. <laughs> uh you're attached forever. You're now, you're now parents of a child together and you're working at the same place and you guys get near each other. And I'm sure there's a lot of fun going on with child payments and all of that. So that's a good lesson learned right there. Don't have a baby. You didn't with a pick coworker. up
1: little Johnny yet on time. Yeah. Don't, this is my weekend. Don't have a baby with a coworker. That's too much fun. <laughs> that's putting it nicely. So going back to Reddit, uh, Reddit user, nor wrote. Worked at a remote resort hotel. Everyone was banging everyone. Me and HR absolutely disgusted and appalled by this behavior. And he writes, "Who am I kidding? Of course I was in on it too." Well,
0: hold on. Let's back up for a second. Everybody was banging everyone. Was HR banging somebody too? It's he
1: was he was in it. So I, uh, <laughs> he or she, I don't know. But it says the reader, the Reddit user says, "To be fair, I was in my early twenties and just a wee little administrator." Occasionally things went nuclear with staff and their relationships, but usually stored it out between the employees pretty quickly. Sometimes HR had to get involved, but we all ended up doing was switching out a bunch of residence rooms uh, when couples broke up. We actually had connections with local sex (laughs) clinics in the nearest town who would come out and deliver packages of contraceptions. My director at the time during orientation never said it outright, but he said, Look, we're all adults here. Just keep what happens at home, the residence, in the residence, and not at work. <laughs> so uh, just keep it in your pants. <laughs> just keep it in your pants. Uh, you know, this, this summer work session is brought to you by Adam and Eve. <laughs> you want to save 20%? Use promo code JADEDHR. <laughs> there you go. That's our first sponsor. <laughs> our first sponsor. <laughs> uh, how fitting. Boy. Let's see, I'm going to, I'm going to skip around here. There's just, there are a lot of good ones. Uh, okay, this one's maybe not so politically correct, but I'll go for it anyway. I think we're already
0: past that point. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Gosh, I, I forgot I got to stay PC all the time. <laughs> no, Vermouth, no, we fucking don't. <laughs> <laughs> Vermouth55 wrote, Best one ever. There was a young married couple that worked together. The husband was best friends with another co-worker. They would all hang out together after work and on weekends. His wife becomes pregnant and has a baby. Well, the shock was it was half black, just like the husband's best friend. First, the fight broke out. The cops were called. The couple divorced, but all remained to work with each other. She didn't end up with the guy she had an affair with. Uh, like, my, my baby looks alike like feathers. What's going on here?
0: I have I have, I have way too many questions. I just, I, I just, I have too many questions. First of all, they all stayed working together. What, what kind of company were they in? Was it a three-person company? It was like
1: <laughs> <It's> <laughs> all, a family-owned business? Fam, yeah, was it a family-owned <laughs> business? Three-person three family-owned business. Uh, and, and second
0: of all, I appreciate the uh, the Reddit user's name Vermouth Fifty Five. There's some implications going on there as well.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, some of the greatest things are. Uh, Reddit user, usernames. I, I love some of the things people come up with. I am by far and away not that that creative. Let's see. What else? Which is another one? I'm going to skip reading around here. Um, While you're looking,
0: I, I got one more here from BuzzFeed that I thought okay. was pretty good. So, uh,
1: a, a female
0: chimed in, said she started seeing a guy at the office, and her boss got jealous. Though the boss was married to the children, I often told him I wasn't interested. Of course... This is a classic response by the boss. He started sending naked photos of him. Exactly what you want. Unsolicited dick pics. <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> right, unsolicited. Coming at you strong. So, <laughs> went to HR and showed him the sexually explicit text. You know, I guess in that point in time, it is our responsibility to fire that jackass. Don't send naked pics. Don't send dick pics. Simple enough.
1: Yeah, no. <laughs> and you know... The thing is, you know, we we've commented a couple times in the past. Don't put it in writing. Don't don't have <laughs> oh, yeah. evidence that can be shown. You know, if if you whip it out, it's just one person's <laughs> word against the others. Hopefully, but you you send it. You know, you do the Anthony Weiner and send your little dick pics there, and yeah, that's out there forever.
0: Well, that's an oxymoron in itself, right there with his name. <laughs> <But> it's <Yeah. laughs> it's so funny in our business. We're like. Okay, if you want to do this, we got to document everything. This is the situation. Don't document. 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 Right. Why the hell did you put that in writing? (laughs) Yeah, don't put that in writing, you jackass. (laughs) Well, you told me to put everything in writing. Well, yeah, there's some things. (laughs) Use common sense, but you know, common sense is not that common.
1: No, no. I'm going to jump down to one by Robert Cornstalk, uh, Reddit user Robert Cornstalk. Two employees at a manufacturing plant were dating for a while. They had a very bad breakup that spilled over into the workplace. Coworkers were choosing sides instantly, like friends might do after a teenage breakup in high school. Very disruptive. Shortly after we began, everything had calmed down. Another employee came to my office and said she had something disturbing to show me. She pulled out her phone and played me a video, had to shut it off what was clearly the very beginning of a sex video between the two employees. <laughs> rather than watch, I asked the employee what it was and she confirmed the contents. I asked her where she got it. She said one of the two employees involved that broke up had shown it to her to several employees and even sent it to her. So they fired an the employee who uh, showed the vi- who was showing the video. It was a union plant and the union filed a grievance over determination went right up to arbitration before they relented. Absolutely ridiculous. They pushed hard in that situation. A little pun there, I guess. But <laughs> what's, the, what's the moral of the story?
0: Don't get a sex video. Don't show it to anybody Don't, else.
1: Yeah. So I, I, I have one last Reddit user whose uh, response I wanted to read, and I, I wanted to save this for last. Is they actually gave us four stories, and I liked all four of them. So, uh, Danny C990. Uh, I'm going to read all four of Danny's stories, so they're all pretty good here. Uh, people in two different departments began dating. They tried to keep it discreet, probably due to the large age gap between the two, but fail when they are seen constantly coming in together, leaving together, or taking lunches together. Eventually, the guy finds another job and leaves. The girl was on a PIP and eventually walked out after to PIP check-in with her supervisor. To the horror of the girlfriend's supervisor, the girlfriend's laptop was used for more than business purposes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The girlfriend was using it as a personal computer, and the supervisor found fantasy stories, drawings, and photographs of them together. It got to the point where the supervisor, who worked in legal, said to hell with it and told IT just to destroy the laptop rather than going through the romance stuff. It wasn't worth it. I say, don't destroy that stuff. because that's evidence? That's like they. It was consensual, so you don't get sued in uh, two months, hopefully, or whatever. So You got what three years, or I forget the time frame to make <laughs> all, a complaint all, on that.
0: All I'm thinking in my brain is, what's that movie Office Space, where they're walking out in the big field with sledgehammers and, and yes, just, and just busting up. I just see, see somebody in the IT going, machine. IT going, oh yeah, here comes my Office Space moment. I'm going outside with a baseball bat and busting up this laptop.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, at a company I worked for, uh, once upon a time, we saved an old fax machine that was being gotten rid of, and we wanted to go somewhere and have the office space moment. And I, when I left there, that fax machine was still on the shelf waiting for us to do that. <laughs> we said, well, we're going to do it, we're going to do it. And we never, never did. You should just you
0: just to check, to check that, Warren. Just taking
1: that with you. It could be a parting gift to yourself. Faxes are like 18th century technology. I hate when I have to fax something to someone like, really? You don't have an email account? I can't scan it to you?
0: Oh, there's a prime example of having a fax in most of the unemployment commissions.
1: Yes. (laughs) Uh, uh, That is, you know, I I did register for e-sides. I know there's like 30 states or something that do Mm -hmm. e-sides. So uh, I'm registered to do them online, but I hated doing them via fax. And the line being always busy and having to get it through like 10 times. And even though you have a confirmation, we didn't get your response.
0: Of course you didn't, because you're using a fax
1: machine. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Great technology 25 years ago.
1: Exactly. Uh, Let's see here. Next story by Danny. Our office used to be in a building with a radio station. During the morning zoo show, they would run a naughty or nice (laughs) call-in segment for Christmas confessions. One of our directors decided to go to the radio station and share that she'd been naughtily uh, naughty by dating the son of an executive, who also worked at the company uh, as a facilities clerk. <laughs> she didn't think people would be listening, but people were, and the rumor mill started. She eventually left the company. The son stayed on for a few more years, and if you're wondering, they eventually got married.
0: Oh, and ended nicely,
1: but don't. They did do it nicely, not too wrong, but. Really telling, uh, uh, you know, in your own building, you know, not even calling in, being anonymous while walking downstairs to the radio station.
0: (laughs) Just let me knock on the door. I got a story for you. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Please.
0: Today, our in-house guest star is not only going to tell you a great story, she works here in the building.
1: (laughs) And she's sleeping with the boss's son. (laughs) (laughs) She'll eventually Um, be an heir to the company. Uh yeah, Workplace Romances. The third one by Danny is his roommate is an assistant manager for a fast casual restaurant. Apparently one of the crew members is infatuated with the store manager to the point that she's leaving him love notes and getting jealous of other women talking to him. I guess the store manager is afraid of involving HR because he's afraid of hurting her feelings and of being accused of something. She'd recently turned 18. I've told my roommate the longer he waits the deeper it gets but the manager is still afraid uh, I see this going horribly wrong yes <laughs> yes it will yes <laughs> and th- this is what you know this is another one that uh what is it the single white female you know just becoming <laughs> obsessed with somebody who who isn't reciprocating your obsession and or may not even know that you're obsessed maybe they're just you know but apparently this guy is uh that knows that they're She's infatuated with them. It's time to break that off, nip it in the bud. Stop being scared, uh, sir. Stop being scared. Don't be scared. <laughs> time to put on your big boy pants. <laughs> if you gotta be a manager. These are some things you're gonna to have to deal with. Exactly. And so the last one by uh, I forget the username already. Danny C990 is uh, number four. And oh yeah, when I worked in retail, loss prevention decided to get romantically involved with an associate. I guess the LP associate needs to practice his strip-searching skills with the associate. The LP guy forgot the cameras in the surveillance room, and both were promptly terminated. (laughs) if you know where the cameras are, (laughs) and you do that... You just need to be fired for being stupid. We're not firing you for uh, inappropriate workplace behavior. You're just a dumb piece of shit. What are you thinking? You know where the cameras are, damn it. I just want
0: to fill out the termination form. You're fired for being a fucking moron.
1: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) <laughs> and then have the unemployment hearing come in, and and exactly why was Mister Workman fired for being a fucking <laughs> woman? <wrong. fucking wrong. laughs> and let me ex- okay, that sounds legit to me. <laughs> let me explain why. <laughs> he knows uh, where the cameras were, and he was still doing it anyway. So I think you had uh, another yeah. So theme according to Buzzfeed, here.
0: they they made a little list a couple years ago of the good and the bad of an office romance. So let's talk about the goods first. You know, hey, if you live in the same place, easy commute, can ride in the same car, same alarm, you know, life is kind of easy. You can have those secret little rendezvous like, hey, why don't you come into my office during lunch or something like that nature? Yeah. You can have a lot of fun. Don't get, don't, but as long as you know where the cameras are, that's the, that's the key. (laughs) Yeah. You always have a lunch buddy. That could get annoying after a while, but you always do. You could all you could leave little love notes on their desk or on their cubicle, and of course, if you're really sly, you could do suggestive behavior throughout the course of the day. So those are that's, that's a pretty good little list there. I, I can yeah, see that, where those that's will some be positives. Yeah, some positive. Now let's talk about the bad. Of course, you know what's going to happen? Jealousy. Jealousy is going to happen the minute you talk to another coworker and it looks like you're flirting, even though you're not. Jealousy, going to happen. Yes. If you get into a fight at home. Guess what? You know you're dragging that shit into the work, huh? workplace. It's going to happen. Yep. You're going to bring it in. Another part of the bad is you're just way too close. You're around each other just way too often. You know? Yes. Relationships, you need to break from the person from time to time. I always think that you know, the, the next thing on the list was, you know, you're always thinking you're being sneaky, but you know, everybody's gossiping about you.
1: Everybody knows. And
0: the more you try to fake the relationship, which is the next number there, you no, know, no. They know it the more you try to hate on that person oh I don't like that person I don't know what you're talking about as you send them a little look or a little wink later on in the day <laughs> yeah everybody knows that there's something's going on there so that was a pretty good little list of the good and the bad I mean I think no, that, I like that I think we could add probably about 15 20 more things on the bad simply put don't do it don't have an don't office do it don't have an office relationship even if you might be sexually attracted to the person don't do it it's stupid
1: quit your job first then you can get your right, yeah. your freak on
0: right get your freak on later on totally
1: fine. <laughs> hey i'm resigning for about half an hour can, <laughs> can you rehire me back in give me a day <laughs> uh, no but, I'm know, taking i taking a quick you know, i'm taking a quick leave of absence how many days
0: uh, like two like two's fine
1: two is fine <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know i i'm I've been married for, you know, gosh, now it's 20, uh, I can't, I'm going to get in trouble for not knowing the years off, but she doesn't listen anyway. (laughs) Dawn? How many years, Dawn? (laughs) uh, 23 years now. We've been married and we've been dating for uh, 29 years. So this will be 30 years we'll be dating this this year. We love each other to death. Uh, We're definitely soulmates, but Lord knows I couldn't work and come home. And I couldn't work with her and be with her all day long. You know, you gotta compartmentalize. You gotta have your home life. You gotta have your your work life. And for me, you know, an hour commute every day, I love that hour commute. It's that nice transition time going between work and home and and things like that. So it's, uh, I I don't mind it at all. But if you're the few times I've telecommuted and worked from home, uh, we've gotten on each other's nerves pretty quick <laughs> when we're both work trying to work. You know, I
0: mean that's excellent. I, I was kind of thinking of two different things while you were talking about that. One is like how to how do husband and wife combinations who have their own businesses together, like small businesses, where it's like them and maybe one other employee or a couple of employees, like a a realtor shop. How do they do that? You can never turn off business. You can never turn off personal life. It's in your face, twenty four seven. And I was thinking about this subject a little bit earlier today, and this is going to a little bit hit home for us, Warren. Uh, Our alma mater, East Carolina University, I just happened to realize that um, the women's basketball coach, her husband is the main assistant coach.
1: I did not know that.
0: Talking about keeping it at home. I mean, my Lord, when you go on a losing streak, can you imagine the arguments? It's going to stretch from practice to home, back to practice, and then again. I yeah. didn't you full court press? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, talk about meeting some uh, revisions of your nepotism or your uh, who reports to who. That's that seems like there's um, some red flags going on there. So yeah, good good luck with that. Good luck with that.
1: Yeah, no, I, you know, and, and you know, there are people who can make that work. I that's true. I worked for a that's small true. company once upon a time, and it was a husband and wife duo. And you know, I think they're retired now. They they weren't young when I was working there but they made it work and there are people who can make it work but and i applaud them you know you need your your you time mm-hmm. you need your new time you need to be able to come home and tell that awful story about work without them becoming personally involved or knowing really too much uh, oh jimmy story. said that to you too didn't he huh yeah see i didn't like that either <laughs> <laughs> or heaven forbid you know one of you be in hr because then you know more than you might need you know <laughs> More than you Um, need to um, know or want to know. I'm sorry, uh, we cannot discuss that bad info.
0: We cannot discuss that meeting. Why? Um, (laughs) I have some confidentiality concerns that I can't share with you.
1: They made me sign a (laughs) non-disclosure agreement. Are you guys going to fire me?
0: I can't disclose that information Uh, right now. I can
1: either confirm or deny. (laughs) But you probably (laughs) should start
0: working on your resume.
1: (laughs) But yeah, (laughs) let's work on your resume. Well, you know what? That's a, a perfect segue in two folds. You and I are both parts. My daughter is a senior at East Carolina, and this semester she's taking a course, and it's teaching them how to get out into the real world and do things. And I think this is a great idea. I think it should be done way earlier than her senior year of college. I think it should be done in high school, which I think her, her school did to some extent, but not to this extent. But she had to work on a resume, and of course she asked me the great and all-powerful HR guru I am to, to help her out. <laughs> The and great,
0: powerful Oz, fix my I resume. I am
1: Oz. <laughs> uh, so I, I had her type it up. I said, you do it. You put the information in there. I'll help you You know, make it look good and format it well and, and things like that. So she puts together a very nice resume, uh, tweaked it up a little bit for her. And I thought it was a great resume. However, the, in the assignment actually said something to the effect of, I wish I could quote it directly, but give it some flair. Make it stand out. And I think that's just such a bad idea. Now, this was, of course, coming from a class. Uh, I will say that resumes I received from career services are, I have not had any flairish career service resumes. I just received three from another uh, college today for a position we're hiring for. And, uh, you know, they're they're good, well-formatted, easy-to-read resumes. And that's why I saw my daughter was the most important thing, a good, clear, easy-to-read, get-to-the-point resume. But... You know i don't want i don't want as a recruiter or a hiring person i don't want flair or flash maybe if i'm hiring a a graphic design person or a, a visual arts person you know something like that yeah show me your work and you know creativity there but most of the time i just want you know just give me the good old facts i you know and heaven forbid you know me and a going sidetrack here i had a conversation today with a hiring manager today we got a resume and it was a functional resume, not a chronological resume. And we were trying to decipher what the hell the person was saying. I said, look, I think we're working too hard on reading this resume. We don't like it. Let's move on. But, you know, it, because we're trying what well, how long do he do I said, I don't, you know, we're trying to figure, decipher his functional resume. You know, just give us a good chronological resume. And, you know, I've said it on the podcast any number of times before, no photos and I was telling oh, my daughter no to have no photos and no stuff photos. like that. But you open up Microsoft Word and there's like, first there's like two or three dozen different uh, resume templates and half of them, more than half, probably have photo slots in there. So I'm like, gee whiz, but nice, clean resume, good alignment. Use your your font variances appropriately. I don't want to have 10 different fonts and different sizes and things. You can vary it, but you know, make it look good. And don't give me a lot of fluff. You know, I, I want you know Joe Friday. Give me the facts. Give me the facts.
0: I think you so. just um, outdated our listeners by using a Joe Friday reference.
1: Joe Friday. Uh, I think he's timeless. Uh, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> as long as Joe's got a lot of flair, it's all that matters. <laughs> he had no flair. <laughs> <had> no flair. <laughs> no, Joe, Joe definitely flair. had no flair. <laughs> no flair. You just the facts, but. Well, Chris, that's all I have for today. You have anything else to add to our fun Valentine's Day romantic special? Yeah,
0: don't do it. Don't date anybody in the office. It's simple. Don't
1: do it. Well, you're leading me right into our best practice. And this actually came to us from uh, another Reddit user who answered to that. And his response to workplace romances was, uh, and this is from Reddit user Omar McTrigger. Don't get your sex. (laughs) Where you get your checks, and so that is our best practice for the week. Oh my
0: gosh, that's fantastic,
1: <laughs> Omar McTrigger! You are about to be it is, and you're going to be plagiarized to hell from now on.
0: Oh on. gosh, yeah, I'm right now on everything I possibly can.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks for joining us. Please interact with us on social media. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. Also. If you have a story you'd like to share with us, send it to us at feedback at jadedhr.com. We'll respond to you. Otherwise, thanks a lot. We will see you in two more weeks. And until then, please remember, Jaded HR, we're here helping you survive HR one what the fuck moment at a time. Amen. We ought to include that in New hire orientation.